Hey guys, thanks for checking out the drop of Frank and Brian. We just want to let you guys know that not only is this a visual podcast, but this is an audio podcast. And so you can find the visual versions on each one of our YouTube channels, and we alternate between our two each week. And you can find the audio versions on wherever you find your podcasts. And then I also want to let you guys know that not only is this an audio podcast, but this is also a video podcast. So if you're listening to this, you can also watch it on either one of our YouTube channels. Welcome to this week's podcast, and uh, we're just we're just trying to get ready here. Yeah, we're just trying to figure our lives out. <laughs> we're just trying to figure our lives out, but we think we figured it. We are wearing the same shirt. We'll want to point that out real quick so no one's yes. like, "Hey, they're wearing the same shirts." <laughs> we are. We know. We are. <laughs> and we know. I have a new laptop holder, so now you won't see my giant gimbal case just sitting in front of me. My Mine's- sister for Father's oh. Day actually got me a proper laptop holder. Oh, I mine sits on a VCR. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> but no, well, the other problem was it kept on like getting hot and the fan was like just going crazy. Yeah. So this one has like no bottom on it, so it's just sort of like freestanding. So well, that's hopefully cool. the, the fan won't be screaming too much during the, the show. Yeah. So, are you ready? I'm ready, man. I had okay. an interesting day. You did. Tell me all about it. So I woke up and I had a photo shoot for GSI down at a shop called rad fabs we wrapped it up and this is like kind of in the that's not in the best area of town and uh i pull up i'm going home i pull up in the left hand turn lane and this car in front of me has its hazards on and uh, this lady gets out and slams her door and her kid gets out and she grabs a gas can and she's slamming the door and everyone's like going around her you know because she's she's out of gas Mm -hmm. so i know there's no gas stations around. Like, there's not one across the street. Or so I was like, hey, you need a ride to the gas station? Good Samaritan. And the second I said that, I was like, oh, man, this is a bad idea. <laughs> but, you know, we all need to do our good deeds from time to time. Right. You want to be a good so citizen. They um, hopped in my truck. And they couldn't get in. The, the kid was just like, this is the biggest truck I've ever been in. So tall. How do I get in? <laughs> Meanwhile, there's traffic going 50 miles an hour past us. And I'm like, just get in, you know, and then he gets in, he's in the back seat. She gets in with her gas can inside the truck. And, uh, I said, Hey, I, you know, looks like you need a ride. So she goes, okay. And then the kid was like, Hey, do you know any YouTubers? And I'm all, yeah, I'm kind of a YouTuber. And he's (laughs) like, Oh, me too. And so anyways, so we go, it's like two miles to the gas station, right? This lady says zero words the entire time. Yeah. I'm like this, this is, yeah, but like, not even like, thank you. Oh, uh-huh. not, I mean, nothing. Okay. And she, it's not like she doesn't speak. She speaks English. Right. Cause you just heard her yelling at the kid. Yeah. Okay. So she, we pulled to the gas station and I'm like, you know, you pull to a gas station, you think, okay, I'm going to hop out and get gas. She just sat there for a hot minute mm-hmm. i'm like is this lady gonna rob me like <laughs> was this all a, a is ruse this all a setup it was all a ruse so she, 
finally gets out, gets the gas, does a awkward getting in my truck again. We go around the, the thing to back to her car. There's a cop behind her car now. And I pull up, they get out of the car and that's it. I said, I hope you have a better day. And she goes, okay. Huh. She didn't say thank you. She didn't say anything. It was like, that was so weird. That is, yeah. That's kind of weird. Hey, but you know what? You know what she she didn't do? She didn't she make did. this, the small talk. You got to talk about the weather. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. Or maybe <laughs> say, hey, man, thanks for <laughs> no. taking me to the gas station. Yeah. That's a very interesting story. I don't know. It was just so weird. Like, the stuff like I, that happens to me all the time. Like, I swear, like... I don't. I can't think of anything really specific right now, but incidents like that happen to me all the time, and I think it's the funniest thing. Sometimes I feel like my life is a Seinfeld episode, and like all of this wacky stuff happens to me. And Angie thinks the same thing. She's just all like, "You're this like your life is a sitcom because like yeah. the weirdest things happen, and that and that's one of them. That could be like a Seinfeld sitcom, you know." Yeah. And then and then it's you and me talking and 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 it'd be Jerry going like and she didn't talk the whole time <laughs> <laughs> the whole time oh man well, that's so cool what, so, what, you, what so you did you? a photo shoot today for yeah. a GSI that's awesome that's really cool was it for yeah. a magazine or what was it for for their calendar oh so oh yeah that's right they do that like yearly calendar thing huh yep that's cool yeah. it's behind awesome. me right there awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, right on. Well, this episode today, we were talking about in a, in a previous episode things. Uh, I don't I forget what episode, what number it was, but we were talking about things that like we like in the scene that keeps us bringing us back and, you know, kind of like our experience in it. And I had said that, oh, we should talk about like trucks. And you yeah. said, well, that could be like its whole own episode. Well, here we are. This is that episode. This is its and own whole episode. This whole own episode about trucks, maybe not trucks, but like builds in general. Um, I want to address, uh, something that's kind of like a, kind of like a hot button issue, but I want to address the built versus bought issue. Yeah. We kind of talked a, about a spicy it before one. That's a, yeah. that's a spicy topic that, you know, a lot of people have pretty strong opinions about. And we kind of talked about that before, but we'll get into it a little bit deeper. Right. So I think what we'll start off with is we've already talked about our trucks. I think people have heard about our trucks enough that the trucks that we've had and stuff like that, but I think we should start maybe with trucks that we like current trucks that we like trucks in the past that, that we like kind of like, and it'll give sort of like our viewers, a, a insight into a bit into our taste, our, our personal taste in trucks. Yeah, that's a good idea. So go for it. What, what are your, some of your current favorites, past favorites? Now, are we talking know. about like brands of trucks or actually specific builds? I think specific builds. I mean, brands of trucks, it's, I mean, pretty okay, that I was mixed up because I was going for brands. I, I oh. have no notes on specific builds. Oh, no. Okay. Well, you don't have any that come to mind? No, dude. No. And I was on our lifestyle podcast and he asked me this and I was like, I don't know. Hmm. You hmm. know, I mean, I, I wish I would have, I wish I would have done wrote that. Like notes. Yeah. Well, I did write notes, <laughs> but I wrote notes about types of vehicles and types oh. of trucks, like oh, yeah. extra cabs versus single cabs. I wish I would have known because I would have done my research and actually like taken notes about this. Cause I have no idea. It's like, well, when you, have you ever walked into Remember when you used to have to buy CDs and you're like, I want Dr. Dre snooped in and you walked into the CD store and you forgot everything that you wanted to get that. Or like when you go to the uh, back in the day, movie rental places, like you that, just stare at the I guess wall I, of movies. I can compare it to something like, so when I upload a video to TikTok, when I go to search for music, my mind goes completely, completely blank. Yeah. Mm hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what, 
And then I get in my truck and I know everything. Like all the, oh, search for this. I want to hear this. I do the same thing. I'm like, I just actually, that's so funny you said that. That happened to me just yesterday. Oh, I, I uh, cut together a little clip of Crew Cut while we were out in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I listen to music. I mean, obviously everybody listens to music every day, but I consider myself a bit of a music snob. Mm-hmm. And I admit that. So I'm very in tune to different types of music. And so I was like, so off, off the top of my head, I could think of all this cool music until I made that. And then I'm like, I don't know what to put on this. <laughs> now, you did you put, was that your music from this from Epidemic or no? That was from Epidemic, yeah. Because oh, okay. ultimately, I realized that, you know, I don't want to get hit with a copyright or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because I told flagged. you, like, they tried to take down my last uh, video. Not, mm-hmm. uh, or Instagram did. Yeah, they're like, we're removing your video because of copyright. And I was like, no. Uh, so I appealed it because I had... That was one of the songs off of my uh, one of my subscriptions, so I have the license for it. And yeah. Like, so. Well, I, and I think like you know that's just something that we deal with all the time. Like if it was up to me, like it, you know we're talking about like I couldn't think of music, but when I do think about music and I think of a song and I think of some clips, it sounds so good in my head. It is would actually be easier to edit videos with popular songs or songs that we already know than trying to search out music. That's because oh, it's really 100%. hard. It's really like, hard. I, I look at some of these guys that are editing and they're just, they don't care. They're just using whatever because they're editing for a client or they're editing for like a promo or something where they don't need, they don't, it doesn't matter. But the things we edit for, like we have to use copyright free music. So it, uh, it just, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, it's uh, a, it's such a uh, but that's frustration an, sometimes. The funny part that I have notes for that topic that that's next week's topic. Oh, okay. <laughs> We have jumped weeks. Uh, That's okay. I want to talk about YouTube, though. You hold YouTube world, so we can get into okay. this well, yeah, later. We, but, yeah, we could talk yeah. about that later. But right to, right now, we're talking about trucks. Let me let me begin, and then, yeah, and then know, I'll, maybe and I'll, I'll play off you. Yeah, and then maybe you can think of something. So a few of my favorite trucks that have been over the years, um, and these are in no particular order or anything like that. This trucks I've seen that has really inspired me and lend to the my exact taste. And it starts with... Um, and you know, maybe we could throw pictures, or I don't know, I don't know if people know these trucks, but there was a orange Mazda extra cab on the cover of mini truck in like in the mid, you know, early two thousands. That was uh, Ryan Ryan Westcott's. Oh, okay. Oh, really? From yeah. the West, the plasma Westcott, guy? Westcott Plasma, that was his oh, truck. Oh no way. Yep. I never knew who actually like I'm pretty good with like owners and builders and stuff. I had I knew really nothing about that truck yeah, other than like it San Luis cool. Obispo or whatever. Yeah. 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 And body drop did the tent. Mm-hmm. That was a topic on a Facebook post last year um, because it's like sitting in a yard just rotting now. Oh, really? Yeah. That truck was so cool. Yeah. And that's so interesting that that is Westcott, the plasma guy. Right. That's so interesting. Okay. So, yeah. So, that that's kind of starts to, starts the whole conversation. And that truck, it, to me, is the style that I like. It was sitting on Alba Banks, which is a set of wheels that I have now. Um, it was just a clean, single-color paint job, that really nice orange body dropped and everything shaved like you don't, to me, you don't like body drops i do like body drops <laughs> i like body drops a lot i just i maybe i have a uh like a like a sour taste on body drops because every body drop that i own was a complete piece of crap so I mean, like, yeah you got to look back on the the things you've owned and not uh-huh. base anything off of those I remember one I had a, um, and I didn't talk about this truck, so this is actually new information to people. I had a 95 Nissan hard body standard cab. And uh, I the, the truck I had before that was the truck that I've showed off before, which was the Mazda with the crazy paint job on it and stuff like that. 
And I just had this idea in my head, like, I want to buy a drop truck. I want to buy a drop truck and I don't care what it is. I just want to say I have a buy drop truck. Yeah. So I found this dude and I'm actually still friends with this guy, uh, this dude um, who lived up in Big Bear. And uh, he's like, yeah, I got this Nissan. You want to trade? And at the time, like I said before, I was like heavily into trading. So I traded for this Nissan and I, for the Mazda. And the Mazda had dialed in, not great, but dialed in better than it was. It had it running good and it ran. I used to drive it all over the place and it was pretty solid. Um, and so I said, okay, yeah, let's swap. So he brings his truck down. He's coming down my road and I'm waiting for him. So I'm like waiting in my driveway and I can see down the road and he's coming down the road and the front is billowing out smoke. And I'm like, uh Oh, <laughs> so he pulls up and what had happened was there was something going on with the braking system and I will get into the technical part of it, but there was something going on with the braking system. And one of the calipers was stuck on, on the front disc and he drove it basically from big bear to my house with one brake just locked up. So yeah, he pulls so think, up. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So so he pulls up. It's billowing smoke. Now a smarter person would have just said, "Hey, man, you know what? I don't. I don't think this is it." And I and but nope, not me. Not me who wants a body drop truck. All I saw was it was billowing smoke. But when he pulled up and laid it out, it was flat on the ground. So I was like, "I'm in." <laughs> so I traded it, and then that truck. I won't go into all of the problems, but the number one problem was it was a traditional body drop, a big body drop, and it was like driving a freaking tuna can. I mean, yeah. it was so compact in that truck. So that was one issue. And the other issue was it actually had an RX-7 uh, rear end in it. So it was an independent rear suspension. And, you know, knowing how those suspensions work and like have, you know, talking with Max Fish over the years and stuff like that, those, it's not, you just don't throw an independent rear end into something, right? But somebody did. And so this thing, like every time you would try to drive it low, it would pull the drive shafts out of the rear end. So I couldn't yeah. drive it low. It was just like, it was a, problematic truck yeah but so that's my maybe that's why i'm so soured on body drops well yeah that's uh that's what happens when you and this can go right into the built not bought thing yeah <laughs> that's a really good segue you know like um like i said it's a it's a spicy subject it's people have some pretty strong opinions about it but i think i don't know if your opinion is the same as mine but i'll state mine mine is pretty uh neutral it's like get get no los dos why not both like both they're fine. Like there are benefits and and uh, pros and cons to to each of them. I think when people say "built not bought," is they, they're trying to be trendy. Like it's trendy to say "built not bought" because they're not people are yeah. not they're not thinking that through. You right. know what I mean? Like think like let's think about it. Okay, let's take a Toyota Tacoma for example. You buy a stock Toyota Tacoma, and you what do you want to do to it? You want to bag it. So you need airbags, you need compressors, you need a tank, and you need the work done. That costs X. You go find a Tacoma that's already bagged with air compressors, with bags, and the work is done right, right? So well, we're going to assume that on all these, what I'm talking about, the work is done right, so you don't have to redo anything. It makes zero sense to buy the stock one, unless it's a fa like a project that you want to do yourself. But if you if you have zero knowledge of suspension or even a basic knowledge of suspension, then why not buy the one that's already bagged? I'm not saying like a fully done truck, but you could save yourself five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think, I think, well, actually I think maybe there are three parts to this, this whole uh, conversation and that is built, not bought in the sense that you either build the truck yourself in your garage or you 
purchase one that's already finished or have one built by a shop. Does the built also fall into the category of like the having a shop build it? Cause maybe there's a misconception there. Cause maybe the hardcore built, not bought guys are the guys who build everything themselves. They do the suspension themselves in their garage. They do, you know, paint and body work maybe in their garage, but they're, they're creating this thing themselves with their own hands in their garage. Does that still fall under the same category as someone like me? I had my truck built, you know, but I was, I, I always consider myself with the forerunner, the curator of that truck. I never consider myself the builder. I never consider myself the whatever it is, but I am like the person who picked the picked my people that I wanted to work on it. And I had a style in mind that I wanted it to look like. And I went around and I curated this project. I, I kind of like facilitated the whole thing. Yeah. So does that fit into the built or bought part? Yeah, I don't think people know. And again, I think people that are out there with these hardcore built, not bought sayings don't, don't know either. They're just saying mm-hmm. that because that's, you know what I mean? Like they have a half built truck that's dragging down the road. So they're like built, not bought or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, if, have you ever met someone with a 100, almost a hundred percent done truck, like nice suspension, nice body work, nice paint. Have you ever heard one of them go like start screaming built not bought or anything like that no because that's true because most of the time those trucks they might have did the suspension they might have did something but they didn't probably do the interior themselves or Mm -hmm. the paint themselves Mm -hmm. you know so if you're going to say built not bought you like you said is it's just if you take it to a shop and have it painted then you didn't do that right you just yeah i think where that's where that whole argument kind of like where it starts unraveling it's yeah. like, what, what are we talking about specifically? What is built and what is bought? Yeah. You know, but I, I again, I kind of like I'm very neutral on the whole thing because I think whatever, whatever fits somebody's whatever. How should I say this? Whatever not whatever fits their lifestyle, I guess. Not yeah. lifestyle. Bear with me with what <clears throat> I'm trying to say. It's just like if I and I'll talk about myself personally. I don't know how to do suspension. I don't, I mean, I know how a truck is painted and if I, you know, put enough effort into it, I probably could do an okay job at it, but I don't want that. I wanted a a finished built truck that looks cool and and is drivable and reliable. Yeah. You know? Well, it's funny because then, well, I mean, I guess you have these guys out there too, like the, the festers, you know what I mean? That are buying things that were completely done and they're kind of almost museum pieces and they're just keeping them. They're just keeping them going, almost like Mm -hmm. keeping their legacy going. So, I mean, I could see, like, say someone bought a truck that's already done completely, like maybe a well-known truck, and then they're out there showing it like they built it. You know, like they're acting. What's that? I've never really experienced that, though, because that's funny. You should mention that. I don't mean to cut you off or go on a different tangent, but it's funny that you say that specifically, because one of my favorite trucks is on my list of favorite trucks is the blue tundra that extreme audio built way back in the day the one mm-hmm. one of your first videos i love that truck and i love exactly how it is yeah and um you know it had been passed around and and sold and bought a couple times and now there's a guy in chino who currently owns it oh is it in chino? I, it's, it's in chino now yeah yeah a guy from ground patrol do you know that mm-hmm. club mm-hmm. yeah so a guy from ground patrol bought it and he's got a few other trucks but but he bought it and um I always thought if I had that truck, I would just be so happy because like, you know, going, growing up in the scene and, and going all these years through the scene, 
I saw always saw that truck as like not the benchmark for for what I think a, a cool truck should look like, but I had always been really yeah. attracted to that truck. So if I had ever got it, or or maybe if who knows, maybe if I end, end up with it myself because I've actually hit that guy up and I told him <laughs> yeah. I said, "Hey man, um, I would definitely parade that thing around as a." timepiece like exactly like fester does yeah i would parade it around and say this is a, a a time capsule of a time that i was in and this was the coolest thing to me at that time yeah you know no that, I mean? no that makes sense it, it, and i and i 100 agree with that because um there are a couple of trucks out there that if i did that i would buy if they if, if they were for sale and i was in a position to buy them and i wouldn't really change much of them and i think like joel's that that truck i love that joel truck. yeah yeah, it's Joel. And uh, for uh, here's a good example is Matt Hutchinson of Matt Hutchinson Designs bought Joel's old Tacoma. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So Chop Top, um, Unibody, it got, an ac- Joel, it got an accident when Joel had it. And then it went to another someone else and they did something. And now Matt has it. So if Matt finishes that truck, it, he's essentially going to um, redo some suspension and then paint it with a little bit of throwback to what it was. But then a little bit of Matt Hutchinson flair. Mm-hmm. is that a built not bought truck are you gonna go up to matt and you're gonna say oh you didn't do anything to this truck yeah you know what i mean or i think really this now that that we're talking about it and kind of like walking ourselves through this whole conversation i think it's it's too complicated it is it, every, yeah. every everybody tries to make things very simple yeah it's either built or bought Mm-hmm. But there's so much gray area in between that it's not. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll say it's this right now. If you're out there screaming built, not bought, and you're having this that conversation, then you go get in a huge pile of junk and mm-hmm. drive it down the road. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you, maybe you should have someone else help you build it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, don't but put your pride aside and, and talk to someone that knows what they're doing. Maybe like, that's like, one of the things. I think maybe that's one of the things is pride. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people, uh, no, I can't say that a lot of people, but you know, I think maybe there are some people who get so wrapped up in, in their pride in their vehicle that maybe they're blinded to something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's the coolest thing to build a, I mean, a truck in your garage. I body dropped my Tacoma yeah, in you my built, garage. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't do the suspension, but I did the body drop, you know? And so I was super proud of that. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I could totally to- see the the perspective that guys like that come from yeah. like if i built a truck by myself in my garage yeah. that was functional like you just you know uh, in a previous episode you say many truckers aren't scared yeah. we're not scared to to dive into something and literally take it to the most basic parts and rebuild the whole thing yeah. so if i was someone like that and i did that in my garage i would probably have the same attitude yeah to it's be honest definitely with you. it's definitely cool if you are if you have the capability and the knowledge and the friends to come help you and stuff like that. It is amazing to do something in your garage. There's no better feeling than doing it on your own. Right. But there's also no better feeling than working very hard, making an income, and then having a shop build your truck too. Right. Because they're both accomplishments. Well, and that kind of actually brings me to another little sub point that I have written down here. You and I, and we, we, we say this all the time, you and I, we do this as, as a job. This is what we do. Well, shops do it as their job as well. So there's an economy involved as well. <laughs> exactly. You, you know? So like it's when there are, and I really don't want to like offend those some people, but there are people who really scream the built not bought thing and, and really don't like anything else. But 
this is like I said, it's an economy. People have built businesses and um, trying to provide for their families and and make something out of nothing. And they need people to come to their shops and buy stuff from them, whether it be parts or services or something. You know what I mean? And we need people to buy the trucks we build. That's a, that's also a very very good point. You know what I mean? Like, so the so if you have a truck that you built in your garage with your hands, and then when you're done with it and you want to buy and you have to sell it, are you going to not sell your truck because? And are you going to talk crap to the guy that's buying your truck? Like, yeah, wouldn't that be, <laughs> wouldn't that right? be funny? Like you're taking his money as he's giving taking your truck, and you're like, hey man, uh, yeah, you're a poser or something. You didn't build yeah, that. I built, did. not bought. <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah. You know, there are a few trucks out there that kind of, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, when we were in Maggie Valley, um, there was that that green truck um, that, I uh, forget the name of the shop. You you filmed it. Uh, you and Mike A went out there and filmed them. It was a green Tacoma standard cab. Oh, Had, brand, it was brand. It was chump change. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that truck, so someone purchased that truck and it, it resides back out there back east somewhere. And they're very blunt with the fact. I think they have stickers all over the truck saying, bought not built mm-hmm. you know like it's what i mean what they worked really hard for that for that truck they must have yeah. maybe they were the same thing as me and they saw that truck before and they're like man i, oh, I wish i could have that truck yeah. or a truck there's, like it and then there they go yeah there's um that red standard cab tundra that was it he was at maggie mm-hmm. valley and i filmed him doing rolling shots and he was kind of in front of our booth um this year yeah i, I know that truck i love that truck I love standard cab trucks in general, and I love standard cab Tundras. I think they just look sporty and and aggressive, and no one does them, and there's those two body-dropped ones. Well, that red one, I'm just like, man, if I had the money, and I would buy that truck, and I would drive it just so I wouldn't do anything to it right yeah. now. You know what I mean? But I Because I think it's freaking rad. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. I, and I, you know, we're, since we're getting on all these topics, that's another thing. You know, there are there are certain people who buy trucks like that, and they have like a, a need to like do something to it to make it their own. And I'm uh, for our mm-hmm. audio listeners, I'm yeah. using air quotes. Like, why? <laughs> it was a really cool truck. Yeah. I mean, it, there's not. I mean, yeah, if you get the truck and you want to paint it a different color, or there's there's absolutely, yeah. in my opinion, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I, oh, there's I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. Nothing wrong with anything. Right. As long as you're doing what you want to do, then that's it. Don't judge someone for doing something different than you did. Yeah. You know, like, that's it. Like, so if you're catching yourself screaming the built, not bought thing or whatever, just, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that's sort of like my whole, um, that's sort of my whole, uh, like, idea on it is I'm, I'm just sort of like middle of the road. It's like, do whatever you want. Like, if you want to buy finished trucks, buy finished trucks. You want to build your own truck, go yeah. ahead, do now, that. If granted, and I know people are going to be like, yeah, but what about the guy that's out there saying he built it? Well, he's just wrong. You know what I mean? Like, so if someone bought a truck that was already built, and then he's out there like yeah, like he did. Okay, oh, well, sure. of, of course. But that's a very, that doesn't happen very much. I and was going to say, I've, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've never, I've never ran into that. Yeah. Honestly, not once. I've never ran into someone with a well-known truck or... Maybe the here and there, there are people who maybe try to like kind of yeah. get it around the corner. Maybe with not a well-known truck or, you know, some truck, some random truck they picked up like, oh, yeah, I built this, you know, maybe. But I've yeah. never ran into that person where someone bought like a pretty well-known truck and tried to pass it off as their now, own. Now, I would tell you, I would feel a little bit weird if I bought a truck that was 100% done and I was getting trophies for it. 
that's that is a good okay it's a good question like or, i mean not a good question but a good yeah like idea. if i got a trophy great because the the i didn't personally get that trophy so the truck got that trophy because the truck is amazing right you know what i mean um yeah so that's just that could be a weird thing that could where be where people see like like if they say you're in the audience or you're in the crowd and, and you're at a show and someone gets x trophy and then you watch them and they're kind of smug about it like like maybe that's where people are getting that idea like screw that guy he, he didn't do anything to that truck and he's just out there acting yeah. like he did you know maybe uh you know but i kind of feel that way myself even though like again i'm like the curator of my truck i kind of feel like that sometimes like i get trophies and stuff for the truck and but i look at it kind of differently like the trophies and they're sitting over there the trophies that i get for that truck i don't feel are for me like you exactly what you said they're not for me they're for a you know good job on on this thing mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's the way i feel like so whenever i get trophies i never feel like it was a my personal accomplishment mm -hmm. i feel like it was an accomplishment just for this thing i created yeah but that's you know? an accomplishment in itself you know like an accomplishment in itself is you did something to you worked hard you you, you made your money you were out there getting to know the right people like you did everything correct to in the end you have this cool truck Mm -hmm. And you get an award. So whether it's a, whatever it is, you know, you yeah. should you should be proud of it, you know, because it is this uh, it's this thing that you created, maybe not with your bare hands, like, but you know, it's like are yeah. these, no, are these yeah, people definitely. are these people building their own compressors and out there spinning their own tanks and yeah, you know, no, like I said, it's it's there once you start, it's so we started this episode off saying we we're gonna have a conversation about built not bought, yeah. Which seems like a pretty easy conversation. What do you think is better, built, not bought? Yeah. But once you start really like we're doing right now, getting into the nuts and bolts of it and dissecting it, it's a really complicated question. And it, there's there's just so many variables involved. And yeah. kind of like, you know, we said it before, we're repeating ourselves. It's just like, okay, <laughs> to do whatever you want. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> whatever anything, you have fun. anything in life. There's usually not a simple explanation for something. Right. No, definitely. It's it's definitely there's many layers to the these cake per se. So going back to the, the main topic at hand, which is the trucks themselves, you know, I kind of brought up a couple of uh, of trucks that I like or well, actually, well, a couple of them, which was the orange Mazda. Another one, which is another Mazda is the black one that Jeremy built. Oh, that yeah. Is, oh, my gosh. To me, that is like one of the. And I, I only saw it maybe in person once or twice. It was mainly like through magazines and, and mm. you know, internet stuff like that. To me, that is like one of the smoothest trucks ever built. Yeah, me too. That thing I, is I just so clean and so nice. Yep. And like you said before, um, you know, unfortunately, Jeremy will probably never build another mini truck. Uh, maybe one day. You never know. Maybe. Hey, he might. You know what? He said, you know, I remember him saying that uh, every time he posts that truck, it, everybody goes nuts. Like they yeah. just share Like every once in a while, the, the truck will just sort of pop up in social media and it'll go nuts, yeah. you know? And, and like, maybe that'll motivate him to be like, Hey, maybe I should build another one of yeah. these things. You know, what you made know? That, that made that truck was the wheels. Oh, definitely. And you know, what's funny is uh Jaime, Jaime Silva just hit me up or no, he didn't hit me up, but he was kind of putting the general question out there looking for a set of those wheels. And the then it was, yeah. The problem with those wheels is they only look good on certain things. And that's wheels in general, in my opinion. Like, just because a set of wheels, like, I think the KMC, um, oh, Units. what were they? The Elfs? The Alfs? You, you don't remember those? You don't remember the Alfs? No, I remember the Units. No, the KMC Elfs. So 
They're um, they looked really good on my buddy Civic, but they look stupid. Oh, that's the one with all the holes in it. Yeah, the little tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. They look good on my buddy Civic, but I don't. They wouldn't look good on something else. Just like those three spokes, like and those three spokes only look good if they're a larger diameter wheel. Mm-hmm. You start to shrink those diameters down, and that that, that center becomes chunky. You yeah, they, I mean? look, they look kind of funny. Yeah, they do. So, do you I remember did, the other truck that had that back in the day that looked super good? I don't think it ever got finished. Mm-hmm. It was a extra cab Toyota from Severed Ties, and he had a set on his truck. It was at Rezzo in like 08. Oh, yeah. And do you remember that one? I think it had like a blown V8 in it or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And a roll cage and, and all that all yeah. that good stuff in it. Yeah, I just, that's the funny thing with wheels is I, um, all those old, well, remember those old Lexanis and stuff like that? Like, it's funny because some of those wheels, I look back, I look at them now and I'm like, that doesn't look very good. The Lexanis were so popular in the early 2000s. Yeah. But then again, like, sometimes they look good. You know, maybe maybe it's a car thing because also those like really crazy Lexanis look good on Civics and stuff like that too. In yeah, my well, opinion. I, I don't know. I think things change. But it's like Tweed. Everyone used to love Tweed. And mm-hmm. Tweed is not something you love. It's ugly. It looks like, old carpet yeah i've never i never liked it <laughs> no you know what i mean but people loved it and yeah. i loved it i had a tweed dash with with tribal stripes in my toyota i thought it was the coolest thing ever and i'm like that was disgusting <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> some things are just uh, meant yeah, to be left in the past <laughs> yeah you, you know yeah. that's it there's a lot of and actually again that that's great great conversation because i was going to bring up the whole like graphics thing yeah like i was not a graphics guy you know I've said many times before my era of mini trucking, and I'll say it again, it's like a lot of body mods, single color paints, big wheels, stuff yeah. like that. And I was never really into graphics. I, I always kind of looked at the graphics and thought of them as an old thing, like an old 90s thing or an old 80s thing. And I was like, eh, you know, whatever. But just recently, actually, I started to get into graphics ever since, you know, um, Matt did uh, Eron's truck and, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, Eric did his truck. And uh, I'm probably forgetting others. Holly's truck with all the Cal graphics on it. Like I started to really get into those, and I really started to understand the importance behind them. Yeah. As far as like the the cultural significance of those paint jobs, especially with like the SoCal, and to be more precise, the like Bakersfield look, which was like the Cal look. Yeah. You know? So I learned a lot about graphics when I went um, out to that Tamco takeover, and and Matt and Daniel and all those guys did Finnegan's truck. Like I, Matt was explaining to me and these other guys were explaining to me the correct way to do graphics. And then once you learn that and they look at all these other, some of these other paint jobs and you're like, oh yeah, because that's, so anything, something's easy on the eyes if it's done correctly. If it's not, it kind of confuses you. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that's actually about the same time I started paying attention to graphic paint jobs too. Yeah. And maybe because since you told me that, because I noticed the same thing and I'm becoming more keen at shows walking around looking at graphic paint jobs and saying like, oh, yeah. okay, I see. I see, get I've, it. I see how things are going. I've always liked graphic paint jobs. I never didn't like graphics. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would ever put graphics on my truck unless I was like wealthy enough to own a couple of trucks and then put graphics on one. Cause uh, you know, I didn't, if I, I could choose between graphics and no graphics, I'm choosing no graphics for my personal truck. I'm the same way. But if I'm looking at it, like looking at trucks, I want to see a bunch of different styles and a bunch of different colors and, and things like that. So I think they're rad. I just don't, um, yeah, I just, I don't know if I would do it. What I would love to do is like a pinstripe Chris. Uh, oh, yeah. Like a roof. Like the marker thing? 
yeah like the, a marker graphic job on the roof mm-hmm. where you know some people put like um the low rider style paint jobs on the roof what is it like the patterns s- patterns yeah mm-hmm. um thinking about that for the obs but i don't know that's cool yeah i felt the same way about graphics this whole time it's like i don't the the closest thing i ever came to was my crazy painted mazda and that i just came up on that but i don't i'm in the same boat like i don't think i would go out and do a paint job like that and like uh the like with a forerunner when it came to painting that one i kind of went with my uh, my original style which i like as a single color paint job but i knew i wanted something a little more which mm-hmm. was the graphics and stuff like that and since and this is just my personal taste, but like uh, what I wanted with a forerunner was I wanted to take the the mini truck like look, which was a bright color, single color paint, and then throw in some like airbrushing, some like low rider type airbrushing, but not crazy, you know, like hardcore <laughs> low rider mm-hmm. airbrushing. And when I went to Alan, Alan at AK Airbrushing, you know, that's what I kind of told him. And, and he came up with this great mix. If you really pay attention to the graphic, it starts off with like a, a very subtle lace pattern. And then it goes into the airbrushing and stuff like yeah. that. And that's my, and that's just my look. And I think that's another like SoCal look is, is uh, like, uh, you know, th- now that I think about it, it's the inspiration that I got from that Tundra. And that's mm-hmm. what I told uh, um, Alan. I said, you know, because t- Alan also painted that Tundra. Mm-hmm. And I told Alan, I said, hey, I, the Tundra is one of my favorite vehicles, you know, built. And I love the paint. I love it. How the airbrushing is just like, it's not like a, it's not like a um, a piece of art. Or, okay, forgive me. That's not the right way to say it. It's not like a like a colored picture. It's just a bunch of different like gray tones, mm-hmm. you know, and blacks and stuff like that. And and using the color of the paint sort of as like mixing it into the the graphic and stuff like that. And that's what I told him I wanted, and he, he knocked out of the park because you know that's what he does. That's what that's what he specializes. Yeah, in. yeah. I've seen some cool uh, like monographic or mono. mono that's that's monographic. Mono- monographic monotone however you yeah, want to say it that's that's what it was trying do you remember to say. that the tacoma from no regrets it was black it was it was the one that dave pratter has now the uh quad cab tacoma oh when it was black yeah yeah when it was black mm-hmm. monochromatic monochromatic that is yeah. the correct word that is the correct term uh-huh. we're learning we're, we've got big brains over here <laughs> um that i love that and then there's another tacoma from aftermath um florida somewhere in the south and it's but it's a newer style tacoma a bigger one mm-hmm. like uh, i think oh five oh to oh something and that has a monochromatic paint job and that's one of my favorite trucks too i can't i can't pinpoint that one but yeah no definitely yeah. that's definitely and you I know have, i have footage of it so i'll put it on the screen and then when you rewatch this you'll, oh, see, like, you'll oh, see it oh that's the one here so that's cool like yeah this is all kind of coming together this whole thing about paint jobs and truck builds and stuff like that and now i want to bring up something and to see your opinion on it and just because just because like this is my uh, you know me i'm very passionate about my state where i come from southern california is like the epicenter for this kind of stuff now all the things that we're talking about these graphic paint jobs um, you know, some of the stuff that was built back in the day, I feel a lot of this stuff originated in Southern California, Southern California, Central California. Yeah. Well, California in general, California West coast, in general, West coast. I don't, I am so bad at like the history of this whole thing that we're in because I don't know why, but I just didn't pay attention to that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Like if you listen over Jason over at OLP, like he's got that dialed, like he'll yeah, tell he, you who 
he who painted this truck and what issue of the magazine it was in and and then who bought it like he just knows yeah. that stuff oh yeah. yeah he's great with that stuff so but i so i do know that there were some guys doing graphics out there in florida or this or the south mm-hmm. um, that were very similar to the cat so i don't know what came first the chicken or the egg mm-hmm. you know what i mean i don't know um, if Cal Concepts with Last Look and stuff, if that's what started it, because everyone says Cal style graphics. Yeah, that's what, so, that's my point. And actually, like I didn't really think about it until someone pointed out to me, but we always refer to like Cal style graphics. And then uh, I forgot who it was, but they're like, yeah, that's a Bakersfield look. Like, not yeah. only is it a Southern California look, but it's more specifically a Bakersfield look. And I don't even know if it's technically a Southern California thing, mm-hmm. because Bakersfield, as you know, they want it, some people want to say it's Southern California. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's another that's, thing. That's Sen Cal to me. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, same. <laughs> Sorry, Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah, when you get over that grapevine, man, you're you're right there. It's, it's Bakersfield all the way to Sacramento. Yeah. Um. So it, if we're gonna say it's a SoCal thing, what trucks had graphics on them like that from SoCal previous to Cal Concepts doing it? That's true because previous to that, it was a lot of like. Uh, checkered and drippy yeah. paint yeah you're right drips and and uh the, the stripes what do they call them uh uh yeah yeah you're gonna make me think i know uh starts the, with an l uh the, the og mini truck Sca- stuff. scallops scallops that, that starts with not, an l that, that now starts start with, with an, an l, l. <laughs> <laughs> that does not start it with has an l two, at all <laughs> doesn't have two l's in it or one i don't know yeah scallops yeah well that was like a hot rod thing i think you know? well uh, well again look at where it, this is all coming from hot rod stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have the, the hot, they're going to, mini truckers are going to take the, what they saw in hot rods, whether it was flames mm-hmm. or scallops or whatever. And then they make it their own. And then they kind of, they look at the low rider scene too. And then they kind of do that. And yeah. And then that's but if, the, we're, if we're talking about like tribal style graphics, I, I would say Cal Concepts was the start of it, as far as my memory, but you don't base that on me, because everyone listening or people listening probably know more than yeah. I do. Well, that's the thing, is like, uh, although we, our knowledge on, like, even like comparing ourselves to Jason, although our knowledge is, is pretty deep on this stuff, we don't know everything. And there are I would some say, people... I would, say, I would say my opinions are deeper than my knowledge. That, that's it. <laughs> I like that. So yeah, so this whole topic of everything is 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 all kind of tying this whole thing together. It's and it's really good. Um, we talked about trucks that we liked, which kind of got us on the topics of like styles that we like, um, you know. And our our style isn't limited to just these these things that we're talking about. And that's one thing that's so great about this. And we said this before about the the mini truck scene in general is it is a melting pot of different ideas and different you know. Mm. Um, ideas just everything ideas. i know i said it <laughs> twice it's it's just a melting pot of everybody's personal taste yeah. and ideas i think and i also think it's a it's a space for people to go extreme yeah you know like you see um in some of the footage that i was looking at on these on uh, summer madness i think it was like 1999 that i have on these tapes and we're walking around the show and there was a body dropped standard cab like 89 to 95 Toyota pickup and it was like one of the first trucks on body dropped on twenties. Oh, I remember you showing me that one. Yeah. Yeah. Fully shaved and crazy. And it's just like many truckers took everything to the extreme and then they reeled it back and fine tuned it. You yeah. know? So you know what tr- another one, I'm sorry, I don't want to. Yeah, no, no good. Sorry. You know, another one that I just realized that just talking about that truck, 
uh, and thinking about another truck that really, I think, had some impact on the scene. Because I, I think that's it. Like, a lot of the trucks that we're talking about are not only, like, our personal or my personal, you mm -hmm. know, trucks that I like. I think a lot of these trucks had an impact on the whole scene. And one of them was Josh uh, Freeman's Toyota. I have it written down right here. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, jo Josh Freeman was definitely one. Of, and Josh Freeman, when you want to talk about built, not bought, the yeah. only thing in that truck that he did not do himself was make the steering wheel. He did the seats, the interior, the paint, the bodywork. He did everything on that truck. That truck was so great. And he was down to really just, like, uh, I remember one from the one of the low life videos when they did a feature on it. And he was just down to do burnouts in that truck and yep. donuts and drag it. Yeah, the first time I saw that truck, I pulled up behind it in line at Truck Jam in my Tacoma. And I, and, and I pulled up behind. I was like, what is this? And then he hit the brakes and the brakes, the, 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 yeah. the lights, the taillights were integrated into the graphics. And I was like, and it had the uh, Honda and they front matched, end. And they matched the uh, the graphics. They were like yep. kind of tribal taillights yeah. that matched yeah, the yeah, graphics. Yeah, yeah. And that, that truck blew my mind because it was so extreme, but so tastefully done. You know, and all that stuff. And then the, the the other truck that that I really liked that always stuck in my head and it's still around is Tuck Lugs. You mean King, Tuck Lugs or King Tuck? The no, orange Tuck, one? Tuck Lugs is that green and white 84 to 88. It was at Maggie Valley. It started in SoCal and now it's back east. I can't remember it right off my head, but again, yeah. put a picture like, in then so I can see like, it later. Yeah, dark green and it's an extra cab and it's got white and the graphics go... Over the hood, over the dash, down. Oh, and, down and the that's economy. the it's the one with the offset cluster. It's the stock cluster, and it's offset yeah. to the side. Didn't wasn't that? Forgive me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that like one of the very first bag trucks or something? A guy named Brian. Something? Brian. Well, Brian Gendro was that's one of the, the first guy. guys to bag stuff in SoCal, and that's another truck that Tacoma that Gendro did was a, it was a black extra cab. It was 100. percent I think the first Tacoma to get bagged and body dropped, and that thing was sick. And that was like when, like I said, when Tacoma's first came out, it was just like, holy crap. Uh, but Gendro, yeah, he was definitely on that leading edge of airbag suspension and body drops and building really, really like over the top stuff. And it goes right back to what you're saying about mini truckers not being scared and just going completely crazy on these things. Yeah. And it makes it easy, too, because the trucks were inexpensive, mm -hmm. you know, and that's just the thing about mini trucks. They're inexpensive beginner trucks and when you were 16 17 18 years old you didn't care if you had to like cut your truck up and drive it to work with no bed for two weeks mm -hmm. now you couldn't even drive your titan to maggie valley without the side strip on the side of it that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's right you and know i'm actually i'm sorry go ahead i was gonna say the same way on my titan is that tailgate piece that black plastic cap mm -hmm. i will not drive my truck without that cap on it like I, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I remember driving my Tacoma with no bed on it for three months. Because <laughs> you, you didn't care, <laughs> I didn't man. Care. You just want to cruise it. Yeah. You know, that I, I meant to say this uh, in one of our conversations, and I wrote it down right here because I wanted to make a point of it. One of my favorite things about what we do, and we've, all, and we've kind of preluded it with saying that many truckers are not scared. Many truckers are not afraid to go out there and just totally get it with, with no really not a care what people think. To me, mini trucks, mini trucking and mini trucks in general are punk rock. And I've said this before, where they're just like, if you parked, and this kind of lends back to my conversation about 32 Fords and stuff like that. And I'll use a 57 Chevy for this example. If you pulled up in a, in a turquoise and white 57 Chevy, two-door hardtop, total 50s, like, you know, diner type looking car, 
95% of people can appreciate that, that car. Even non-car people will look at that car and go like, that's a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Now you take a mini truck that has been cut to the absolute nothing <laughs> and body dropped on big wheels with this crazy paint with all these colors and everything like that. And you park that, that 95% of people will drop drastically. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is one of my favorite parts. That's it another is. reason why I keep yeah. doing this because <laughs> you know you know me very well. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of people know me very, very well, but that is my attitude. I, when like, you know how I am, I just like, when people start like going this way, I just want to go this way, you know? Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that was, that's exactly my favorite part too, is, is driving a body drop truck and then like just pulling up to a regular car show or something like that and having people go, what in the hell? Yeah. I remember driving my Tacoma. Um, my family lives in a small town in Northern California called Sonora. And this was back in the early 2000s, late 90s when I body or probably early 2000s because my truck was, did I drive it up there body dropped or just bagged? I forgot, but drove it up there into this small town and uh, they were just like, I remember one guy coming out and he goes, how the hell do you haul hay in this? <laughs> you know, like, cause there's, it's all cut out and stuff. So my, I love people's reactions to that. It's just, you know. And me owning a forerunner that's bagged you could yeah. only imagine the conversations and looks that i've gotten from like off-road guys with my truck and i made a a video uh, about a year or so ago i made a like a feature video on that truck and inevitably it was going to happen i got comments like how could you do this these trucks are supposed to be crawling over rocks and blah blah yeah. blah, blah and i'm just like no this is that's this is me and that's exactly why i did it because you don't like it. <laughs> well, also, and also, those people don't realize that they made factory two-wheel drive forerunners. Yeah, well, that, mine is a, mine is a factory. No, I know, but I'm right. saying like if your if your argument is, well, those things should be off-road only. It's like, mm-hmm. well, they made two-wheel drive, so they're not obviously off-road. They're just it's just a truck. You it's know what just I mean? an, a truck you could put a lot of stuff into. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> that's just is that's just the commenters on social media crack me up. Oh yeah, for sure. So. With, I don't know if we're going to be getting to the end of this, but I do want to, so we're talking about built, not bought, stuff built in your garage, stuff built at shops. Do you want to throw up that clip that you just showed me the other day of you sitting in your freshly body dropped Tacoma? Oh my gosh. Yes, I'll, <laughs> I'll put that on right now. That's, um, I yeah, love that, it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we drop body drop my Tacoma to the rocker, which means we folded the pinch. And if you guys ever body drop your truck, do go to the rocker if you body drop a truck to the pinch you might as well not have done it and mm. I, I said what i said <laughs> there you go on the record yeah um anyways did that and and um you know i'm a i'm a big dude and i was a little bit smaller then you know i'm a little bigger now but um i had my bench seat and i had no idea if i was gonna fit or not we didn't do any any like i didn't put a tilt steering or anything in there so yeah that was the night that video was on the night that we finally got the cab dropped on the ground that's not that bad, Galen. No, it's not. It's not bad. Here. I love it. <laughs> the, the the enthusiasm in your... It was a, a perfect mix of excitement, enthusiasm, <laughs> and a little bit of relief. <laughs> well, not... Or or was it, um, you know, you ever buy something and you're like, man, did I make the right decision? But then you oh just talk God, yourself time. into it? Mm-hmm. All like, the time. Especially if it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. Or if you cut your truck up that you... You know, my truck was not cheap. I think I paid 12 grand for that truck used wow. at a de- at a dealership and i cut this thing up to where you could see the f- the street through the floor at one point in time you know what i mean and i'm yeah. just like 
is this the best decision that I ever made? You know, yeah, and, yeah, and, and it was, and I can't wait to get that truck back. Yeah, still, and you still have still. that truck, and and it's and it's gonna be hitting the road again. That's super cool. Yeah, I think twenty twenty three is my Tacoma year. Awesome. Twenty twenty two is the OBS year. I just ordered the uh, Stone Fab kit for the front the other day. Oh, cool. So I am a set of tires and metal closer to getting that thing on the ground. You know, and I have such a, a soft spot for OBS trucks. And talking about trucks and, and our favorite trucks, my first truck, and I've said this before, so I'm just bringing it up again. My first truck was an OBS, and specifically it was a square dash OBS. Mm-hmm. And every time I get in a square dash OBS truck, I, I fall in love and I go back 20 years. And it's only specifically square dashes because I get in your truck. And I'm like, oh, this, I mean, it's cool. I like it. But I sit in, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. But and that's I, purely, that's. Purely a nostalgia thing because oh, for square, sure. because you don't want a square dash OBS. If you're going to get OBS, oh, no, get, I a, do. get a 96 to 99. No, that's see, that goes back to the pure nostalgia thing. <laughs> if you're going to get a truck, no one cares about the interior. Yeah. The outsides look the same. Yeah. Why would you get a truck that is inferior to the, the interior? You know what I mean? Because, the newer interior. Because like, it just like my, my it's funny. My mom uh, bought uh, this old truck. To, to haul hay around. It's funny you mentioned mm-hmm. hay. So she bought this old truck and it was an OBS and uh, she got it for like 500 bucks or something like that. And it was a square dash. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, this is, this is nice. It's just like the one I used to have. That's cool. And then she's like, well, just, you know, go take it for a drive. And I was like, cool. So I get in it. I'm all, I went back in time, man. I just, it was me and Angie cruising down the main road here in the desert, just blasting music. It, it was yeah, it's nostalgia. It's yeah. absolute nostalgia. So yes, I, would, nostalgia, I, I want a score dash. Nostalgia runs out real quick when you have to start replacing and fixing things. That could be true. Yeah. I don't know. It's just I, like I, a it's just like a, a Nintendo or whatever. Like you're like, I want this Nintendo, and then you buy it and you play it one time, and it sits in the corner the rest of the time. That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. Who I know. I might end up with another OBS square dash truck. Well, they're definitely um, cheaper. Oh really? Oh, oh yeah. Then the ninety six to nine. Mine is a 95, which I found out it's a one-off year for a couple of things. Um, there's no passenger side airbag, but it has the round dash. Mm. So the, the where the airbag goes, it's flat. And then 96, there's a passenger side airbag. And then 95 is the only year. Or 96 had the third door. Mine oh, had, doesn't have the third door. And then, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of di- little differences where they transition, and that's a, that's a transition year. So if you're ever in the market for an OBS, don't buy a 95. Just either get the square dash if you want that or get the round 96 to 99. <laughs> Perfect. The 96 to 99 is nice because they make aftermarket like electronics for the dash pieces and stuff. Right on. Well, cool. Yeah. So that's, I think, you know, I think we're kind of getting to the end here. What do you think? We're about a little under an hour. A little under an hour. Okay. Yeah. I'm at 16 minutes on my camera and, oh yeah. So we're, we're right around there, but um, yeah, we could close it out. Is there any questions that you've been reading? Um, nothing that we can answer in a, in a few, just, uh, a few yeah. quick things, but I, maybe we'll, we'll put it out there. I actually just got this question today and, uh, should I mention who asked the question? I don't know. Always. I, I think all you always should. Okay. Uh, NR Jordan, um, on Instagram, Jordan from, from no regrets. He's got the, uh, red, uh, frontier, center yep. cap frontier, really cool truck. So he asked me today, he's like, what are our thoughts on the, like the new people getting into the scene? And, you know, like, I guess he considers himself a new person. I never really considered him like a newer, newer yeah. person. He, I guess he considers himself that. But um, so, yeah, so maybe, you know, one of the next episodes, we'll talk about that. Our thoughts on like new people coming into the scene, how they're received, 
you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good topic. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost something I don't think about. Yeah, no, neither. it was a really good question. I told him, I said, that's a really good question. Cause, yeah. yeah well, neither. I mean, I, I don't think about it. Like, I don't even think I have an opinion on it because I think it's great. So that's it. That's basically my opinion. Like, it, yeah. it, it, I guess there's a there's a couple layers of that question, but uh, there also there are more questions that are on the Instagram. Okay. That, that we haven't gotten to, but we'll get to them. We might not get to them in this episode or next episode, but we're definitely maybe we'll do do a whole episode of just question and answer. Yeah. Maybe. The problem is, is three questions turn into an entire episode. Yeah. So, but just saying, like, keep Podcasting. the questing. <laughs> yeah. Keep the questions coming because we yeah. will we will eventually answer them. Like, usually, me or Frank will reply on the the uh, Instagram page and we'll say, Hey, great question. When we say that, that means we took it notes and mm -hmm. we will get to it. It just don't know when, but, uh, but yeah. So what else, what's going on though? What's next for you? Um, next for me is, uh, what am I doing next? Not really any shows going on that I'm going to be going to. Yeah. Cause, um, I don't know. Nothing coming up in July. There are things, but I can't, you caught me off guard once again, cause I don't write. Well, good. It's I'm right back at you. You caught me off guard with, with yeah. the topic. Do you have anything going on? Uh, no. There no. is the July 3rd, uh, the uh, 4th of July Art and Noise show that happens every oh, year right here. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. It's a, the trucks park on the uh, the softball fields and the fireworks launch right there. Um, I don't have uh, any uh, like upcoming show stuff going on, but I would like to remind everybody, because uh, I can't, I don't remember. Is this one going on my channel or your channel? My channel. This, this is, is going yours. on my channel. Yeah. Make sure you guys check out the Minion Ats video. I dropped it. When you guys watched this, I had dropped it last week, so a week yeah. ago. Uh, finish that one. So that one uh, that one was fun to put together. Finally put together. Now I'm working on the Rolling in the Red Rocks uh, show. So that'll be up pretty soon. Trying to catch up on all these edits. Yeah, I'm that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to, too. And I, I'm actually not in a rush form because there's, again, nothing much coming up. Mm -hmm. I don't want to like rush to upload my videos. And um, I would like to say... I appreciate you commenting on my mini truck nets on YouTube, Frank. Me personally? Yeah. Did I not? You did not. Okay. <laughs> so I'd like to call Frank out because we always say, guys, like, comment and give a thumbs up to the, our videos because it helps mm -hmm. us. And Frank, he didn't do that. I didn't do it on this one, but I don't know if you noticed, but often I will pin your comment on all my videos. <laughs> yeah. That's because I comment on your videos. That's just because I think it's hilarious. I think it's so funny. And then what I'll often do, this is just maybe, I don't know, whatever. But this is what I'll often do. If I get like a really negative comment or some weird comment, I'll just pin that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just because that's just funny. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Sometimes I do stuff that is I think is funny. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think the next topic that I want to talk about is YouTube and the IG world and, the, and how things are changing and, and also give a, a little bit of a more insight into YouTube because we get a lot of, or I get a lot of questions about like, how much money do you make or, or this, or can you do this? Or what is this? Or, you know, so I think, yeah, no, that's I, great, I think people are really interested in it. So I definitely want to get into that. And we're really transparent about stuff too. So it's not like it's like some, at least for me, I could speak from my point of view. It's like not like a closely guarded secret or anything. It's just, I'll let everybody know what's going oh, on. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, th my ultimate goal is to make money on YouTube. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, I want the most views possible. And that's kind of why I was, I posted a community post on my uh, YouTube page yesterday about longer videos versus shorter videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of like, uh, like trying to figure that out. Cause I, I, I thought I was a, a bit opposite than you. Cause like I'm kind of leaning towards the longer videos, but now you're trying to, well, I don't know about you, but with me, 
I'm so, so you're telling a story with your voice. So it's easier for you to edit your videos. I'm not, Sometimes. I'm not doing that. I am so, I am like every beat has to be perfect on my transitions. Every, mm-hmm. if I'm going one way on this, it goes like, I, I'm spending so much time trying to make these videos, like tell the story themselves. Right. That I'm spending a, a vast amount of time. And if I'm only going to get a minimal amount of views, I'm going to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for me to spend two, three weeks editing a video to not get any traction. I would yeah, rather, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. that to like pity party Brian, but if I can make a two, two minute video and put it on Instagram and get 25,000 views or put it mm-hmm. on TikTok and get a hundred and 200,000 views, <clears throat> I'm going to do that. And yeah. I, and you know what I mean? I'm not going to, and I'll still put stuff on YouTube. I still, and, and I want to, and I always will, but this goes back to that. Things are changing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And so am I going to, well, that, am I going to spend a vast amounts of my time and energy to, to do that? Especially when, <laughs> when you don't see people sharing your stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, look guys, like we do this and, and we, the only thing we ask is that you share this. Mm-hmm. You know, if I have 72,000 subscribers on my channel and I'm getting a thousand, 2000, 3000 views. Yeah. You know. No. Yeah. No. And that's, a, that's a great topic for, for, the next episode it is we will go we'll get into a deep dive on that because there's a lot of you know a lot to, to unpack with that one yeah it definitely is so yeah Ooh. final thoughts that was my final thought i guess oh i'm that going to a c10 thought. show it's, oh i might be going with you yeah that's uh it's called c10 yeah. c10 slowdown it's at the madonna inn um moonbeam mike is gonna go right yep and scott from gsi and a bunch of people so oh cool we're uh yeah i think i'm gonna be rolling to you with that one yeah because we're gonna meet up with the guys from Long Beach, like Oro and those guys, and then we're gonna Oh yeah, yeah, the C Ten Club dudes. Yep, and then cruise up and do that. So cool. Yeah, well that's that that'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. Um my final thoughts on this whole thing is just kinda like my final thoughts on everything. It's just like I I love all this stuff. I love talking about this stuff and you know, digging into these topics and about these trucks that have influenced me mm-hmm. and kind of like guided me and, and shaped who I am. I just, I really like it. So, I, so actually, I want to say thank you to everybody out there who actually builds these trucks. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know, I to, mean, who does all this stuff? Because, you know, people, we are, we're there as not like we're observers or like documentarians. We're just sort of there absorbing all this stuff. But it's all you guys who are building this stuff for us to to document. Yeah, and you know, you ever you get those comments on YouTube and stuff where it's like, oh, I'm such a fan or whatever. It's like, no, like I'm a fan of you guys. Yo, for sure. I'm yeah. like that, um, that range, that Ford Ranger that is in my, uh, mini Nats video with the stacks coming oh, the, out of the hood. This, yeah. The, the whole, I'm like, that is the coolest thing. And I, I'm such a fan of that truck and I don't even know that guy, but I am a fan of that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm such a fan of these guys that are just out there just cruising their trucks as low as possible. That's a really interesting thing thing you bring up because like I get that too. So like I guess I'm saying like, hey man, thanks for for uh, thanks for the the clip of my truck. And I'm like, I almost say like, well, thank you for building a cool truck for me to film. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. Know? Like I should be thanking you because yeah. you have you have put in your hard work to allow me to create this content. Well, you if you think mean? about it, like uh, Will Freeman, for example, when we went to that mm-hmm. uh, when I was putting in those rollers, those pictures and. And it's like, it's like, thanks, you know, and I'm like, no, no, thank you for making me look cool. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're making like I get to share this now on my Instagram. I get to share this on my YouTube. I get to do this, and people are say, are liking my stuff when they're technically mm-hmm. they're liking your stuff. So exactly, it kind of rolls downhill. Without the cool trucks, we would be we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So for sure, yeah, right on. Well, cool. Well, thanks for guys. I don't know, but yeah, that's about how this episode went. Thanks, guys, for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, or we'll talk to you next week. If you're listening, we'll we'll talk talk to you. you. If you're watching, we'll see you. Next week.